welcome back to the Thanks Morris podcast. I am Marie, the SLP, and we have a fun episode today. My good friend, well, I call her my good friend, Lindsay, I hope we're good friends. Um, My friend Lindsay is back, Lindsay from Help Me Grow Speech. She is going to chat with me today. We're going to share a little bit of our um, wins, also our challenges with navigating this teletherapy life as preschool speech language pathologists. Uh, We're going to talk about our students, how resilient they are, but also, again, some of the struggles. And we're going to be honest with you guys in hopes that, you know, you don't feel alone if you're still kind of learning the ins and outs of teletherapy. Overall, we are so hopeful and so grateful for our students and for the opportunities that we have to collaborate with our teams and with each other. So without further ado, let's talk to Lindsay. Hello, Lindsay. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again. Yes, I'm excited to uh, have you return. And now we're like, you know, both in it. We're both in this teletherapy school-based, I should say, because that's a big, I feel like that makes a big difference right now if you're school-based or if you're doing private because school-based is just a whole different world sometimes. Um, But we're going to, we're going to just go into how we're adapting to teletherapy and um, I feel like it's going to be more of a conversation and I'm <laughs> less of uh, me like hounding you with questions because I definitely want to share um, maybe some ways I can relate to you on a lot of these things. So okay. how are you doing? How are you adapting? Oh my gosh. it It's really tough. It's like learning a new skill on the fly. And then the some of the hard things is like when you're in person and you are presented, you have a child and you're kind of figuring him out or her out and you can kind of pull from like your shelves of things to do and you can adjust and you learn how to adapt on the fly. But adapting on the fly in teletherapy is like really slow for me. (laughs) So I'm still like getting used to, I can't just pull it off the shelf. I have to like pull it out of a file and remember like how I'm prompting through the boom cards or the YouTube show or channel or whatever I'm doing. So it definitely takes me a second. Yeah. And that would be like a big thing I'm learning too. It was really funny. Um, In one of my sessions, it was on like Tuesday, I think of this week. So I'm like, I'm in it now. I've got like, because I've been, this is my fourth week now that I finished or fifth week, maybe. I don't know. But, um, you know, you're learning every day, but (laughs) I have learned, okay, I'm going to keep like these manipulatives near me, these toys near me. This really seems to grab their attention. I have this like you know, these certain visual um, or virtual backgrounds that are perfect. And the other day, my uh, little guy, he had like every toy under the sun in front of him that day. And so he would pull it up and, you know, like when we're in person therapy, we're like, okay, we can make this into a language activity or we can position our environment to be able to kind of keep his attention on that one toy. But when they're all in front of him and I'm just meeting parents for the first time this year, like it's hard for me to want to feel com- comfortable right away being like, well, mom, can you clean up the rest of the toys? You know? Right. Yeah. But he was playing. So he started with cars. He had cars. So I'm like, perfect. I have my cars, of course, in the screen. But he, he was like, he would look up every once in a while and attend. I'd be like, vroom, you know? Good. But then like he would pull another toy and, you know, he'd pull a Lego and I'm like, well, shoot. Okay, wait, <laughs> I have big Legos next to me. So I would pull those. Like I looked crazy. So then... <laughs> Um, then he starts pulling those little like letter blocks um, and he's playing with those. And then, so I'm like, that's 
I love those for early intervention because I love doing like up, up, up and then crash the blocks or make them fall down. And so I'm like, shoot, like I'm going through this in my head. Like my blocks are all the way across the room. Like if he was here, I would be like grabbing, I could grab him so quick. Like I've got my room figured out. But the way that my little teletherapy corner is set up now, I'm totally blocked off from it. And so I was like, I kind of over, you know, I was like, I'll be right back. Like, and I ran and got the blocks. But by the time I got back, like he's over it. And I'm just like, uh, so, you know, and it's, then you're like, okay, so now I know the three toys that he loves. Mm -hmm. And I kind of told mom at the end, like, let's, let's do those blocks again. I really like those. So make sure those are available to him next time. And so I found my, um, build the blocks, uh, virtual background and I had my blocks ready the other day. And so we were good, but it was like, instead of being all that all happened in one session where I could get all those things together, it took the whole week because then I knew, you know, like I had to plan, which. Yeah. Like what takes me 10 minutes to do in person takes me 30 minutes to do online. And I had like the similar, I had a similar situation where, um, I make a, so I made a green screen with like a big Mickey and like mm-hmm. with at the mouth. So you can like, like how oh, you yeah. there. Like I, so I feed the Mickey and, um, and then I was like, okay, so what should we feed them? And I shouldn't have asked it because I don't have like a, you know, unlimited things to feed the Mickey, but the kid was like an apple. I'm like, cool. I have an apple feed the Mickey. And then he's like a carrot. And I'm like, my carrot is downstairs. Cause I'm at my house and I'm sure, like, sure. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I like run downstairs to get my carrot. <laughs> right. You're like freeze. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I know. I made the mistake too, because I am working from home on Fridays. So I've been, I've been doing the same exact thing. We feed the dinosaur or we have a kitty cat or whatever. And they seem to love the dinosaur the most. Cause that's where I'm in the most danger with my hand getting chomped off. Like I always say, cause I always try to get them to say like, yeah, <laughs> But I say like, eat the carrot. So that way we can work on like eat carrot. So, and I'll tell them, so that way they don't eat my hand. Cause we might confuse the dinosaur, you know, yeah. but, um, I gotten them really used to like, cause they love feeding the dinosaur pizza. They love feeding him ice cream. So last Friday when I was bringing materials to work from home, I was like, Hey, I got to bring my pizza and my ice cream. Like the ones that I know they love. Mm-hmm. Well, I forgot to bring them back on Tuesday. So it's so many kids like, where's the pizza? And I'm like, I didn't go to the grocery store this week. (laughs) And the parents are like, the parents laugh, you know, they think I'm hilarious. And I'm like, this is like me scrambling. Like, you're right. I feel like I'm back in grad school. Yeah. I feel like I'm in grad school. It's like making my armpits sweat. Just like thinking, (laughs) like listening to your story. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Like we know that we know these feelings and yeah, it just, it, it, and because I think, you know, we, I don't, you have the parents with them too, right? Which I love, I love that. I love getting to know the families. That's been such a joy. And I was looking forward to that, but I'm learning how much I remember being in grad school clinic, knowing I was being videotaped and watched and everything like, yeah, see, it's like, sorry. Yes. I know it like makes, it makes me sweat. Yeah. Cause at, for every session and it's like, that has been one of the challenges is figuring out when to take data. Oh yeah. With, like the flow of it all. Right. So first, like you're being watched, um, all the time, which is 
great because then you can obviously have more opportunities to parent coach. The parents can see you and how you're cueing. Um, but then stopping the flow to take data um, has been difficult for me to like find the balance of because I, I don't want to just like abruptly stop and then and then try to engage the kid again. Whereas when I'm in a in in person, I have a table, I have like my notepad off to the side and I can just write off and my hand is like yeah. good at writing off to the side now, but like writing down on my lap. Cause I have, you know, I'm in a tiny little nook in my yeah. house writing like in my lap, like while I'm trying to do this and navigate with the, my mouse, I need like my right hand for both things. So my notes, my data is like, I know, <laughs> no, I feel you. And, and then, you know, it's hard because I was talking to my slipper about this too. It's like, you know, sometimes when we take data, let's say we're running like a language play session and then like, we'll stop, we'll be writing down the utterance or writing down how much cueing or whatever it is. It was, you know, it gets kind of narrative, especially in preschool mm -hmm. and the kids are still playing. And so they're still working. You're still kind of listening, but you're taking a moment. You're not talking, you know, you're not, you're, you're writing, the, you're writing it down. That's part of our job. Yes. But with this, I feel like I can't stop and look down. Like it's very obvious yes. that I'm stopping. And then there, there's the, you know, these kids aren't necessarily the most captive audience because they don't have that dollhouse to play with right there or whatever. Yes. And so I know the parents are like, wait, aren't you supposed to be working with my kid? If like, well, I don't know this, but I would assume like, you know, so I'm like putting my head down to take data. It looks like I might be texting or whatever. So uh -huh. I'm trying to narrate what I'm doing, which just keeps me talking, but I'm like, oh, I'm writing down how you said that you really like the sunshine. Like, That's but it's, tip. it it's, but it's, I forget to do it. And then I'll be like, Sorry, I was writing down that. <laughs> but I, that is a great, it, it is something that's yeah. been, I'm trying to train myself to do because yes. just so parents and, and so the student, I think it's really good feedback for the student too, to like, that's kind of some praise or gives them some intrinsic motivation, mm -hmm. maybe like, oh, Miss M's writing down my sentences or my sounds, you know? Yeah. But um, it, data has been, I really like today, I did it all after all my sessions. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I've been. I've been like, okay. All right. Yeah. That, and I like, I'll jot things down. I'm actually really lucky right now because I have an SLP grad student that I'm supervising. Nice. Which also was like a whole nother, she fell into my lap because I, I didn't request for a student this year because I always, I take my supervising very seriously and I sure. want to where that I can teach her something and really guide her through all of this. And I'm like, learning on the fly right now. So I'm like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can like give her the best experience, but she needed a placement. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. Um, and it actually work is working out really well because she is taking a lot of data while I'm in. Yeah. So since she's come on a board, I was like, okay, this was like a great idea. I know. I know. I was, I wish I have my, or I had a, my slipper more mm -hmm. than once a week right now, because I think that would be like, I really love, I have one session that I push into um, for like during centers. And so the teacher will come, like put me in a breakout room. Mm -hmm. And so teacher's there, I'm there, mom and child are there. And it's just been really cool because like teacher's on mute, but she's there. And if we're singing wheels on the bus, I'm changing my virtual backgrounds and she's doing this you know, or I'll tell her like, okay, I'm going to write this down. Can you like do the next part or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, and I really want to be able to do that and like run those um, 
sessions with my Slippa and just have kind of that extra help with taking data and either one of us could do it or we could take turns leading different parts of the session or whatever. So I'm considering that, but right now we're not, um, it just isn't working out because we're, I have so much makeup paperwork to do. I'm like, I need my Wednesdays. I know, I know. But, and, and I think that's another challenge is like scheduling and writing the paperwork because of, I think that's just kind of something that came at least for my district with the shutdown in the spring, we just put a hold on everything and now we have to make everything up. Yes. And so it's just kind of, we're kind of inundated right now, hopefully by October, that's all over with. But, um, that's another part of it is like the time management because the teletherapy can be so draining. I don't want to work on an IEP after work. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely been an adjustment. You've been, you guys started a little bit earlier than us. Yeah. So we are basically just following in your footsteps as far as <laughs> everything that you guys are going through. We are now like yeah. feeling it. So hopefully if it's better for you guys in October, then it'll be better for us. And I will say like already I'm feeling better. Um, I feel like I'm finding a groove. I feel like it, it's funny because I'll see emails come through from other SLPs or I'll hear about what other SLPs are doing in my district and maybe not preschool. Maybe it's like, you know, elementary or middle school. And I think for some of us, it's still a little bit difficult. It's a harder transition. And then for some of us who are kind of mentally prepared for this, maybe, um, you know, I like, I'm feeling like, okay, like the, the only thing, like the flexibility of being able to work from home is nice or, you know, um, I don't know, just, I still get flexible with my schedule, you know, whatever, but I definitely, I'm like, you know, <laughs> if I have a kid scheduled for 9am, uh, it might be 9.05 when I pick them up from their classroom because I, you know, got stuck talking to another teacher or something like that. Whereas right now I have to be so rigid with my schedule because kids are logging in at nine. Um, and not to say I would never give that child their full service time, but it's a lot more flexible when I can bring them back to class five minutes later too. So that's a, that's a part of it where it's like, there's some flexibility in some areas and there's not. So I've kind of learned, okay, where can I be super flexible with my schedule and where, where do I need to be like on top of it when it comes to like actual times that students are scheduled. Um, but it's like, I would say when you're like four weeks in, you'll feel, okay, you'll feel good. Or like, you'll feel like you can handle this. Yeah. Okay, good. That makes, that makes me feel better. I mean, I think it's important with like all of this to just find like the good and the positive around everything. And so I just think like being able to talk to SLPs like you and other districts that are kind of going through this and have gone, have started earlier. Yeah. I mean, it's been like so nice for me. Like, I know I haven't been able to like give <laughs> as much help since since sure. we're behind you guys, but um, but I mean, that is definitely something that I just feel like our SLP community has grown tighter and like supportive, and the amount of resources and that has that has come my way and that I've tried to pass on is just like it's amazing. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And I will say, like, even though you're still like maybe getting acclimated to teletherapy like you've been helpful for me I know like with with some of your ideas and um you know the other day you posted about your ring light which I've been wanting and that helped me like little things (laughs) so it's just like and but like you said like we're all just here for each other and that's been 
um, been helpful. And that's like part of why I want to just talk about it and let other people know kind of like if you're feeling these challenges, we are too. I mean, you're not alone. And so we're going to talk about our challenges and we're going to be honest. And then we'll talk about our successes and talk to you about, you know, what you can look forward to or what you can try to find throughout your day (laughs) to help get it, to help you get by. Um, And it's funny because, you know, one of the challenges, which is like so out of everybody's control is the technology. So, you know, if you're feeling that, man, I think sometimes it's like, that's the icing on the cake. I'm like, well, can we just, can we just cancel today? (laughs) I I know. I know. It was, I was like teaching my kids, um, it was just a little art take group. And I was, I felt so bad because one of my little kiddos, his, his internet kept kicking him off or he would freeze and then he would like exit and then he'd pop back on. Um, and then I can hear him, um, saying you're frozen, you're frozen (laughs) to me and and his peer. Oh my gosh. And he was like getting frustrated. And I was like, you know what, you guys, this is called technical difficulty. Yeah. That's what this is. We're going to learn about it right now. Yeah. You'll be okay. <laughs> so many, so many teaching moments. I know. Um, I had a child, he, we got through like 15 minutes and they have 20 minute sessions. So it really wasn't a big deal, but he was doing really well. And this is a child who struggles a little bit to, um, you know, follow directions. It's more of a behavioral thing, which we're working on. Mom and I are working hard with him. And he, we finally had him basically like a solid 10 minutes of just focus and, you know, motivation um, and just enjoying our session. And then it froze. And I was so sad. And I was getting ready to do our ending song. And so, you know, I'm chatting with mom and she's like, I'm trying to make it work. And I said, you know what? Like you've done so well. Why don't you just later today, sit down with him, do wheels on the bus, work on those hand motions. Like this is all in the chat. I'm like, if you're okay with that, if you want to stay for five minutes and figure it out, like that's fine. I'll be here. Um, you know, I'm not going anywhere, but, (laughs) but she, you know, she's like, no, that's fine. I'm so sorry. But (laughs) it was like, he did really well. Tell him he did good. (laughs) Um, but it, you know, and, and I've had multiple moments now with that and, Mm-hmm. trying to log in and log out. And my district keeps changing. There's like this two-step authentication, authentication. I don't know, thing that oh they're talking about. And I'm like, can't, don't not give one more step for these sweet parents that are logging their kids in. Aww. But yeah, it's been, it's been fun <laughs> to learn. But I like yeah. your idea of just kind of making it a teaching moment and tell them, you know, sorry, that's technical difficulties. Today I was trying to do a split screen because when I do my virtual backgrounds, I have to keep it up so I can click through. Right. Um, if I'm doing something that's like the wheels on the bus where it changes every time. Yeah. And um, so I had it and my computer started, like, I think my computer, like my mouse just froze for a second. So I couldn't move it over. And so the girls are waiting for me and they're like, they're like, where's the, I think we're doing five little monkeys actually, but they're like, where's the monkeys? And I'm like, they're coming. Like I can't click. (laughs) And, and one little girl, super, just very bright. Um, she's like, you're right here. I see you. I'm like, I know you can see me. I can't see you. Why cannot you see us? I'm like, (laughs) just like, so I'm, so I told him, I said, well, you know what? I have a, I have, um, two things on my screen and I accidentally moved it in front of your face. So I can't see your face, but you can see, like, I'm trying to talk her through it and like, yeah. 
as best right. I can. Oh man. I know these kids are getting like, they're get they're, they're getting a lot of lessons yeah. this year. <laughs> these poor kids. <laughs> oh man. They're learning all about viruses yeah. uh, and people and technology difficulties. It's just, it's crazy. Um, and then, you know, and the, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit too, but even for the parents, one of my biggest things is like, I learned this from my slip because I heard her doing it in some sessions, like thanking the parents for logging in. Like, I think that's, I know, I, I think that's like a big, um, it's not like it's made a difference. I've had pretty good rapport with the parents and stuff, but I just think it's nice for them to hear, like, I appreciate you logging your student in for speech or your child in for speech um, mm-hmm. and taking the time to sit with them. And so she started doing that and I was like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to thank them every time. So I've been thanking them. And I just feel like, you know, cause they always thank me. Yeah. Um, and I, it's funny. They tell the kids say, thank you. And I'm like, they don't have to say thank you. I know. Yeah. I never require that. <laughs> I know they're so sweet. Yeah. The parents. Oh my gosh. I mean, I know we're going to talk about parents, yeah. later on, but they are, I mean, just amazing. The parents have just been so great. Um, another challenge that I've had is dealing with, um, escape or elopement and oh parents are so great at like trying to get the kids back. But there was one time when I was trying to do like the search and find magnifying glass. Uh-huh. Thing. And so I was like, okay, hold on. I'm going to go get, cause I had like Mickey and his friends on a PDF and then they're hiding now. Right. So I'm like, okay, let me go get Mickey and his friends. So I go, I turn off my video so I can pop it up and then change the background. So it's the magnifying oh. so they can see it. But when I come back for some reason, I had some light on me and it turned my body, the green screen. Yeah. Like, it looked like the scariest thing in the world. Oh, I've and done it. <laughs> you know, right? Mm-hmm. And this girl, my little girl was like, no. And she like hid under her table. She's like, no. <laughs> and then oh. the mom was like, had to like get her out of the table. <laughs> I'm going to be posting a video actually. I don't know if you've seen it because I think you might've gotten it in an email since you're on my email list. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, so it, was, it went unlisted. Anyway, sorry, little tangent, but I, I was recording the video and I did that and I left it in there. I was like, and you could try it this way. It's not gonna, it's not gonna go over well with your students. I can't. But I do it so much. But it's funny that you did it when it popped up, like when you turned your video back on. Yes. So. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because usually when you have it on your like um, the settings part, you could see yourself, right? Yeah. And I yeah. looked fine. But then when I went to turn on my video, all of a sudden I was like demonic yeah. ghost Mickey person. Nope. Like, I've done. Yeah. I did that once um, with a teacher. We were getting ready for an IEP meeting. She's like, what the heck? I was like, sorry, I don't know what I did. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, they, it's, it could be scary. Anyway, sorry. You were talking about, but you were talking about elopement. (laughs) Yes. That has just been a challenge, um, with teletherapy because usually when we're in person, if the, if the child is trying to avoid or escape, or elope or anything, we can position our bodies a certain way. Yeah. We can entice them with a toy. We can we can usually motivate them to come back. But with teletherapy, like if they're gone, I'm like, oh, I'm stuck in a box. You know, like I can't get you. Yeah. Um, so that has been a definite challenge. But again, just kudos to the parents because they've been great at trying to, you know, get the kids back. Yeah. Yeah. And 
And I think too, it's been eye-opening. It's been challenging, but eye-opening to see um, the relationships with the parents and their kids. And, and it's different. It's hot. You know, it's a challenge for the kids because I have kids where, you know, I had them last year and they would come to speech and at the beginning of the year, there were some behaviors, you know, they did, they protested a lot. It wasn't their thing. And they let me know. And I said, yeah, well, this is your thing now. Um, I remember one kid, he used to wag his little finger at me and say, no, 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 no. And one day I kind of told him, I just said, we're going to start saying yes. Yeah. And, um, and he's three. And this is me talking to a three-year-old, just very like pragmatic, like we're going to start saying yes more. Yeah. And I very out loud told him my goal for you is to say yes. But by, by March, you know, he was, he didn't really show those behaviors. And so now he's at home, you know, it's a different relationship with parents. You know, they, they have him all day. Um, they're trying to get him to attend to a computer, you know, for two hours a day or whatever. And he, um, he's having some of those same behaviors that I saw back then. And I'm thinking, you know, if we were bringing him into my speech room, I don't think we would see this because right. he learned how to cope with those things in a different way. But now, you know, I'm, I'm working with mom and I'm not, I don't want to step on her toes because she knows right. what works for her son at home. And, um, it doesn't necessarily work now. The things I would do don't work because he's at home. Yes. It, yeah. It's crazy. Like, that's made parent coaching difficult because what works for us, it doesn't work for them, for mm -hmm. parents, you know, because kids know that's mom, that's dad. Like, mm -hmm. they're like, come on, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that has definitely been, been difficult. Um, and then, so I've just been throwing different things at parents and teaching parents, um, what I'm like my end goal. So I'll be like, okay, um, I'm, I want him to match. So let's get two pictures in front of him and then hand him a cow and then see if he puts it on. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, he could do a puzzle. I'm like, that is great. He could do a puzzle. Like sometimes um, the puzzle gives another cue because it fits in. Um, one can fit in there. So, you know, it's, he, it's a little bit easier. Um, so I really want it to be, I really want it to be that he is matching an object to the correct picture without anybody helping, right. you know? And so that's like my goal. So let me know like if, if something like works and what doesn't work. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then too, I, and I love, again, I will, I will sing parents praises all day, but it's funny because, um, I love their love for their kids and I love that they don't want to see them struggle. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, when it comes to, cueing them. Um, and, and again, I always defer to the parent's judgment. I was talking to a parent on Instagram today, actually, and she's asking me questions about her daughter and if she should get a speech eval. And I said, if you're concerned, mama knows best. Like, yep. um, and I will always say that. And so, um, it's just funny though, because then we're, you know, on the side of the speech and language experts and we know, you know, this child probably needs just a phonemic cue and then like a five second pause and they'll get it. But then I have the parent like, it's a snake. It's a snake. <laughs> say, say snake, you know? And I'm like, well, mm, mom, if I hear you, I'm, I'm counting that as a cue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so I can't write that one. Okay. That one. Yeah. Doesn't right. Oh, they didn't do it by themselves. And so, you know, and I, I try to be, I try not to be like, um, oh no, don't say it. But I try to very gently be like, let's, let's have him do it by himself or just tell the student you try by yourself now. Mommy yeah. told you, so, you know, you know, yeah. or something like that. Yes. I have, I have one or a couple kids. Sometimes the siblings pop in and they're like, say it, say snake, you know, and they're all 
<laughs> like bossy siblings. And I have another little boy who he attends while he's in daycare and the daycare workers are awesome and log him on for speech and for his class. And, but like little kids will pop in and they'll do the same thing where they'll be part of it and they'll be telling them what to do. And I'm like, kid, I don't know you. <laughs> so Stop telling funny. him the answer. Right? Oh man. But yeah, the, the queuing is, um, mm-hmm. is interesting because and again, like, you know, they, they've been working with their child and we're here to offer the support. And so I just try to teach, um, you know, what cues we might want to use and when, but it gets, it gets challenging because again, I, the parents love their kiddos and they want to make sure that they feel successful, which I'm all about it. Um, but I've definitely run into that challenge. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. And then with, with my, um, my bilingual kids, Mm. You know, sometimes, um, I can hear, I'll hear parent translate, um, my prompt and, oh, it's like that one I haven't quite tackled yet. Um, so if anyone's listening and works with a lot of bilingual families on teletherapy and has any like tips on that, um, so, um, so today with my bilingual kiddo, mom was translating and so I just said, oh, you know what, mom? Like, let's see if she could do it all by herself just after I say it. Um, and, then, and, then, and then I could see her struggle through it a little bit. And then, I was, and then I was able to help her through it. And it was a little bit more accurate for me. But, um, but it is hard because when, with our kiddos who are bilingual, when we're in person, we're still able to give so many more cues that aren't like just giving the the answer away basically. Um, and we can like give more pictures or it's just, it's just a different flow and a different feel. So kind of being cut off from that and from, from being able to cue them with other pictures or gestures, um, or with my facial expressions, because with parents there, the kids are really looking towards parents for cues. They are. Yeah. So it's, that has been, um, that's definitely been a challenge. It has. I'm thinking that like one of these days I want to, I, I would really love, I've been talking to my team about it. I'm like, is there any way you guys, you think we could put together something where we're training the parents, like how to maybe sit with their children, like an actual like video, or even if we did like, I don't know how I would love to do it during parent teacher conferences or something just like talking about like when you're sitting with your child, make sure you're doing these kinds of things, like yeah. just to support them. Because I do think they're doing a fabulous job already. So to keep fostering that independence for their kids because the kids, I just feel like don't always understand, like, because I'm at home, it doesn't mean I have like, or because I'm still home doesn't mean I can, can't try by myself. Or did that make sense? Like, yeah. 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 And you just put out a video about on queuing, which I loved because you did keep mentioning, um, fostering independence. Um, and it's so funny because I made a queuing video, but I went the other way and then more fading cues and I was increasing cues. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. If we put our videos together, it would be the entire, like it would be the perfect it's the circle. It's yeah. The circle. Yeah. We should, we, we should just like edit them together. Honestly, because and in, in my video, I kind of said, actually, I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because, yeah. yeah, but it really, you could think about it in both ways. Like, you know, there's, you, you could do it from minimal to maximum or maximum to minimal. Um, and I guess I just think of it as like when I have an annual goal that I'm trying to get met, I always start with the most support and I want to fade it away, 
But cueing is interesting. It's not, it's, and, and this is something I want parents to understand, you know, it's not um, cut and dry. You, you might be able to cue for three days in a row, you know, very minimally. And then on day four, you're going to maybe need to get in there a little bit more and give more support because, you know, there's, um, there's more demands on their capacity or you're challenging them in other areas or all these things. And so it goes it waxes and wanes a little bit as the child grows and it's okay if you have to give more cueing one day. That's why I get frustrated. And this is just my own beef with this, but I understand the reasoning behind this. But when goals are written for three consecutive sessions, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't know. I know if you like it, Lindsay, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of the consecutive sessions. I'm not either because it's, especially maybe it's just a preschool thing. I get it. If it's like articulation. Sure. Sure. But when I see that for like answering yes, no questions or um, using three word utterances, you know, for pragmatic functions, Mm -hmm. sometimes those kids are, they need a little bit more support on some days. So I like to, you know, I like to gauge it over a longer period of time, I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes I'm like, well, they were really sick that day and weren't having it like, and now I have to include that. Like, so I, I get weird with that, what that. Oh, I do too. I do too. Like every day is different. And you mentioned in your video too, that like, it just depends. It depends on the kid. It depends on the day. Um, and it depends on the directive. Like if it's a new one, if it's an old one, like a familiar one. Um, and so you do have to kind of adjust and adapt on the fly. And for parents, you know, it's, it's okay if they struggle in therapy Cause that's kind of like, that's kind of what we need to see. We need to see where the breakdown is and we need to see how much support they actually need in order to get it. And if yeah. they don't get that support, what does that look like? Yeah. That really helps our um, data tracking. And, and when we report on progress and to see like what skills are generalizing and what's not. So, um, but I know like with parents, it's, it's so tough. You never want to see your, your child fail. And no. And it, maybe they do, the child does respond to them and gets it right when they give that same prompt. So now they're feeling like, why aren't you, you know, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. (laughs) And that's, you know what? And that's a really great point because, um, the parent wants, wants us to see, no, my child knows this. Mm -hmm. So it's really important, you know, and that's a good thing for me to keep in mind. Um, you know, when I get maybe like a little bit, you know, kind of like, well, I want to hear them do it. The parent maybe is telling me in their own way through that cueing that, well, my child did it yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's something really good to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, no, I love that. Um, all right. Were there any other challenges we needed to go over? I think we covered them. We've all. covered them and we've kind of gone in and out of talking about things that have worked too, mm-hmm. but yeah. to really hone in on those successes, um, mm-hmm. what's one of your big successes. Oh my gosh. The green screen. Like I swear if I don't book a gig with Nickelodeon, all of this, like call me blues clues, Mrs. Blues clues. I don't know if I just dated myself, but like, no, I I know what it is. Okay. (laughs) It's like, I don't know what the kids are watching these days, but the green screen has been amazing. Play spark toys has been great. A great reference, a resource for that. The green screen Facebook group. Oh my amazing. And again, just all of these SLPs on Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. It, that's been huge. And, um, like I wouldn't have known to do the magnifying glass thing, which has been saving me. Um, you know, if I hadn't heard it from, I think there was somebody else, but I know it might've been, um, 
speech therapy tribe, something like that. Is that uh-huh. her name? But um, I should know because I'm bringing her on the podcast soon. But <laughs> I think it was her. Uh-huh. And then Danica from SLP Resource has been, yes. I mean, I have to, I've shouted her out before, but I have to sing her praises. You too. I mean, you've always given me ideas since <laughs> day one, but Danica, like a couple, like right before I was starting teletherapy, she knew I was really nervous. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, oh. she was like, if you need anything, let me know. And so she had posted about that, you know, the magnifying glasses, like, how did you do that? And so she sent me like information and she's been super helpful with, cause she has a lot of online resources too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. I think it's just, um, it's been awesome to have the support and to be able to, you know, it's been really fun for me to share little snippets of my day, like the crazy things that might happen and to have people like respond and, and be like, oh my gosh, that's like, so what just happened to me? And I'm like, okay, good. I'm not alone. Cause it, yes. it does feel a little bit lonely. Um, and that's what I love about having the social media outlet right now, because I'm, I'm not interacting throughout the day with all the teachers and, you know, the other speech therapists that I work with and, so th- you're right. It's been so fun and so supportive. It's been, it's been amazing. I have to shout out, um, making learning special Madonna. She, she's the one that really, she helped me with the green screen a lot. And she, um, she did the magnifying glass, but she did it with a picture of a farm. So she, when she opened the door, it was the magnifying, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen like, my slipper made me one. Apparently it's supposed to be in my box at work, but I haven't checked. Okay. I'll be paying, I'll be looking for your so, story. Yeah. You know, I'm going <laughs> to, you already know stories coming on that. So I'll share it with you, but, um, no, I love that. And we're like working on farm animals right now too. So it's so perfect. But another thing, um, but she, she's the one that came up with that. Madonna. Well, did. She told me, I don't know. I don't know if like, if she, made it herself, but she posted a video on it. And I was like, what is this? And she does all of these green screens. I'm like looking at her account now. Um, I'll but, tag her for everybody. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. It was amazing. Yeah. What is it? Making learning fun? Making learning special. Special. Yeah. That's close. Yeah. Okay. Special. Yeah. I'll tag her because, um, that's, it's so helpful to just, I mean, I feel like that's been a big part of what I'm doing right now. I'm just like, here, you can find this over here. You can find this over here. Have fun. (laughs) Um, the green screen Facebook group. Amazing. Because so many SLPs besides just play spark toys, but they are amazing. Mm -hmm. But so many SLPs are uploading stuff just for free. They're just, it's, it's so helpful. You know, I know it's not too hard to make things on Google slides. Sure but that's time consuming. So for you SLPs that are uploading stuff after making that, like, just thank you because it's oh saving gosh. so many of us. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I'm like, <clears throat> I'm learning so many things so fast. And it's just, again, like the, the SLPs on Instagram are just so giving and so generous and so thoughtful yeah. um, that like when I started my Instagram, I was really hesitant. Cause I was like, I don't want to like take pictures of myself or whatever. Um, but really it's like, it's so much more than that. It's, it's like this community and this togetherness and this teamwork. Um, and I've become like a better therapist because of on here. So, and you, oh my gosh, like I would have, I would have met you. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? Cause I feel like it's funny. Cause there's like, 
like you, I'm like, I feel like I've known you for a longer time (laughs) than just like the last few months. Um, I'm like, did we go to grad school together? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But it, it is, it's like, it's so awesome and it's been so rewarding. And, um, I just, yeah, I'm so grateful. And I feel the same way. I'm like, I, you know, at first it's like a little bit, and I still get that way. Like, do, am I a good enough therapist to be sharing this? Like, am I, do I know what I'm talking about? And I'll, I'll post my videos and then I'll be like, I don't even remember saying that, but that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I hope I said it right. It sounds good. I blacked out apparently making the video, but I, but it's, but I get, I think because I have you guys that are like supportive and then it's also, I mean, things that I've kind of picked up either from you guys or just through my years of work that have all kind of solidified the knowledge that I have. So having that community to, to talk with and to learn more from as I apply things has been amazing. Yeah, no, it's so great. And your videos do sound good. I send them to my parents. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, well, thanks. <laughs> I've, I've been holding off. I, the, the whole point of that YouTube channel originally, and it worked back in uh, March, April, and May mm-hmm. was to have videos for my kids through optional distance learning and parents used them and they loved them. And I know some parents are probably still using them, but now that we're doing, you know, full on teletherapy, I still want to be able to send like the stories that I read and the activities that I talk about to my parents. And I'm like, just, I need to just do it. And I, but I'm having a little bit of like, well now, like, I don't know if they'll, if they'll like this, that I have this YouTube channel. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's helpful. Like that's the whole point of it. So yeah. I need to just do it. Exactly. Um, and how are your kids doing? We, I know we talked, we had a conversation last week, just, or a couple weeks ago, just to chat. And we mm-hmm. talked about how our kids are resilient and adaptable. Um, how are your students overall doing? Oh my gosh. They are doing so great. Like I, and I, I kicked myself, but I was, I was surprised. And then I kicked myself. Like, why should I be surprised? Cause these kids are warriors. They're so tough. They've already like overcome so many things that, you know, what, like we baffle at te- teletherapy and of quarantine, but for them, that's just another obstacle that they have to overcome. And they are, I'm like, I'm so pleasantly surprised. Um, I had one kiddo who before, when we, when we first shut down, he was really unintelligible. He was really hard to, to, to maintain his focus and to get his attention, um, and just produce strings of jargon without much intent. Um, and during one of our first teletherapy sessions this year, we were singing the color song and I was like, who's wearing black? And he said, black pants. And he pointed to his pants and it was not 100% accurate, articulation wise, but like very uh, clear. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, kudos to parents yes. who are working with them throughout the summer, working with them when they're not at, at school. Um, and the kids are making progress. Right. Isn't that, it, it gives me chills. Like, yeah. because I was, I remember like the, the night before my, I was to report back to, to work And I was like almost in tears, just thinking like, I feel for these kids. I feel so bad. Like I want them to make progress, but is this really the best thing for them and all this stuff, which, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I I mean, really the same thing. Yeah. Some kids, it's a little bit tougher, but then I hear, you know, they're protesting and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. then I hear them go, I want a cat in America. And I'm like, (laughs) 
well, we're done. You did yeah. good. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm like, that was so clear. And it was totally like a whole utterance. And I couldn't understand you last year and whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you'd seen it, but I posted a couple weeks ago, um, asking for help eliciting K and G yes. for, 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 he's four now. Um, but it was just before the shutdown in like, well, around January, I started really targeting it because he was um, almost four at that point and it was really affecting his intelligibility and he was getting frustrated and didn't want, he didn't want to come to speech. He didn't want to say, he like was avoiding words with those sounds um, and just the cutest, sweetest little boy too. I mean, they're all cute, but you know, it's just like, I, I evaluated him. I was very, it was just such a personal like connection with him because I qualified him for speech and we just had this bond. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we started working in January and just getting the placement and everything and we got it. And in February, like end of February, like he was so proud of himself. So proud. Um, he had his cut and his gut and, uh, we had an, his annual meeting uh, in the spring, virtually, once everything was shut down. But, you know, I, I gave him the goal for Kunga. We um, gave him strategies, like sent home stuff to dad and mom and dad. But he lost it, like completely lost it. And this kid is, he knows, like he's so, so aware of his sounds that, which is a great skill to have. And I always tell him, I'm like, I like that you can understand that. I like that you can hear it. But he was having a hard time getting like getting into the whole teletherapy thing. He, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to participate. And this is a kid that's like so energetic and loves school and loves, you know, and he's, he's really good with um, like you, like he's adaptable. Mm-hmm. Um, but speech was not, it was, it was breaking my heart. And so I reached out to, again, our amazing community, mm-hmm. but so many amazing tips that I do need to put in a podcast and like, I've saved them all. I just need to like list them all out for everybody. But um, it's been three weeks since we started really focusing on that and using the, the Cheerio on the tongue technique. Mm-hmm. And he, and now he's back. Like he's got it in the C, the consonant vowel or no vowel consonant. So the, the final sound, but mm-hmm. it's so cute because he'll like, look at me and look at mom and go, I got it. <laughs> You're just like, yes, buddy, you have it. But like, it's just so amazing because they are so resilient. Like we can still make progress. And I have another one, like you, like your kind of situation where he was total jargon, total gibberish all yeah. last year. I had a goal for him to write or to, to say three words. And even by March, I'm like, I don't know if he's doing it. Cause it's just <laughs> jargon. Like, and teletherapy. He's like, I see the cat. And I'm like, I can never get you to sit still in speech, let alone, but like, you know, maybe part of its maturity. I don't know, but they are, they're learning and they're, you know, they're growing still. And it's, it's, it's such a, um, I think back to the beginning of August when I was worrying and I want to just tell myself like, trust in your students. Yes. (laughs) In your students. Like, I know you're doubting yourself right now. (laughs) Yeah. But like, trust, you'll figure it out. You know, you'll figure it out, but also trust your students. Trust your students. Yeah. They'll, they'll show up. They'll show up. They've overcome so much already. Yeah. This is just another obstacle to them. Exactly. Exactly. And like you said, parents, 
You're doing amazing. They've been working so hard. I know it. I know my parents have because they, you know, they feel like they missed a whole spring essentially. And so we're making up for some lost time, but I'm like some of these kids, like, you know, we're doing some makeup IEPs right now and I'm writing like they met their goal. Like I was, I'm like, this is amazing. I get to say they still met their goal regardless. Um, so yeah. So really awesome. Well, as we wrap up, I guess, should we, do you have any, are you okay? Oh no. The audio just went out. Oh, sorry. Okay. That was weird. I'm back. Okay. I'll just remember edit that part. Okay. (laughs) It was weird. It was like, um, little clicking sounds. (gasps) That was weird. Okay, but we're almost done. Okay. Sorry, are you good on time? I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 you're okay. fine. All right. Um, so to wrap up, we'll share some fun stories. Um, again, successes, but just fun things that we get to look forward to, I guess, in our teletherapy sessions. So go ahead, Lindsay. Yes. Um, well, so one concern that I had with teletherapy was working on pragmatic goals because I was like, there's no way. Like, how are we going to get them to ask each other questions and make comments and answer questions from peers when they're on tele in teletherapy, it's hard enough trying to get them to do it in person. And in like the first session, I had to help them a little bit, like ask so-and-so this or that. Um, but by the second one, they were just like asking each other questions and, and answering them appropriately. Again, like just kids are just so resilient and I've been using, um, their toys. So I, I say, okay, if you guys work really hard then, and we, and we say all of our sounds and you can um, share a toy. And so they love like just going in their room and grabbing like their Build-A-Bear and they say who gave it to them and what their name is. And they just get to share their like most beloved toys. That's like the, Aww. I think their favorite part of speech. <laughs> I love that. I'd, I'm stealing that idea for a share toy. I didn't, okay. Cause this has been back to a little bit of a challenge, but I'm like, how do I keep that motivation? Like, okay. Af- like, you know, cause what I've been doing is like, I figured out some of their favorite activities with the virtual background. So I'm like, okay, well first we're going to do this and then we're going to do the dinosaur, but maybe doing like a share toy at the end. Like, I think that might be more fun because it's their toy and now they get to find their toy. So I'm going to try that. Yeah. Um, Do it. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I feel like I've had a lot of fun stories. Definitely the K and G has been so fun. Um, I, I think it's really funny how the kids are actually learning how to mute and unmute themselves and how to leave the meeting. Some of my kids, oh my um, so that's been fun because it's like a game now to them. So, you know, there's that meme going around, like, um, you're on, you're, you're muted, which is like the slogan of 2020 or whatever, yes. but it's like, this is me sometimes in a session. like, Oh, you muted yourself again. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my taught God. them that? Don't teach them how to mute and unmute. That's my right. job. That's so um, funny. Another really fun story was my little kid. He's my, okay, so my one that does the I see the cat or whatever, who's getting his utterances down. He, um, last year we had, we struggled in speech with behaviors pretty, pretty um, often. Oh. And he, uh, he's doing really well with teletherapy. I think it's during nap time now. So he's really tired and subdued and he just pays attention cause I'm on, but I also think it's cause I'm on a screen, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm not hundred percent about, but it's good screen time, right? It's interactive. Oh yeah. 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 
you know, um, and so he, uh, it was time to go. And so, you know, he's one where I kind of struggle a little bit with the pragmatics too, and maybe him not always greeting me hello or goodbye. I said, okay, bye-bye, you know, and he goes, bye-bye. And he put down his, his Chromebook. He just slammed it shut. But like we had a really good session, but I'm like, oh, he done. (laughs) I texted his teachers like, hey, just so you know, I don't know if he's going to get logged back in for your class because he closed his computer and I don't know where it's hard. And that's the hard part, right? You're like, I don't know what happened to you, but I guess I'm not, it's, it's not my problem anymore. (laughs) That was really funny. I was just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you knew we were done. That was appropriate. Yep. Ever. That's so funny. My kids are, my kids are, I can see their finger trying to hit the red button now. So you know what? My kids are going to be right on your tails. They're right on. Yeah. See, they're right on schedule. They're learning. (laughs) And then it's funny too, because you know, sometimes we use our, um, they know that they can use their Chromebooks if they have Chromebooks or they're used to an iPad where they can touch things and it's interactive. And so Mm -hmm. if I'm doing some kind of a virtual background that they know is going to change, they're like hitting the computer. And so then it'll mute and unmute or it'll do different things. And I'm like, (laughs) well, don't touch the computer. Like, (laughs) that is so, but no, it's, it's been interesting. And I'm, like I said, I feel like I'm finally finding a groove. Um, naps are a big part of my day now (laughs) which is fine naps and coffee naps and coffee (laughs) yeah oh my gosh the coffee man I need to I need to back off a little bit maybe but but it's like I'm able to nap even after having two cups of coffee so so yeah see that's still I think you're still fine then (laughs) yeah right but well Thank you so much for sharing and um, just, I don't know, telling, telling more about how you're doing. It was fun for me to get to kind of share a little bit too yeah, um, and compare. It sounds like we're having very similar experiences with our preschoolers. Yes, we <laughs> are. That oh. is the age we work with. So thank you so much for having me on again. This is always so fun. I know. I can't, I can't wait for more. I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> we'll have to check in again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like tri- trimester one, trimester two, trimester three. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, we don't know where we're going to be even in the next few months. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Well, that concludes this episode of Thanks, Morris. Friends, remember you can find Lindsay over at Help Me Grow Speech on Instagram and on her website, helpmegrowspeech.com. She's got some really great things happening right now as far as parent coaching goes, so please go check that out. And thank you, Lindsay, for joining me for this conversation and just talking through our wins, our struggles, and really just lifting up our students and um, you know, getting to connect over, over how great they're doing despite the challenges of teletherapy friends remember rate review subscribe download all the things every bit of feedback helps me provide the best podcast that i can for you if you or a friend want to be on the podcast you have something valuable to share for the slp community for the gratitude community don't hesitate to reach out slide into those dms on instagram or hit me up by my website i would love to talk with you all right have a great rest of your day or night whatever it is and i will talk to you next week